used to have lots of fancy clothes And drive a big fine Cadillac Not knowing all the time I had these things My friends would stab me straight in my back No, no, no Even had a house there Out there in Beverly Hills I was moving so fast, yo This is the Tanya Free and Friends Talk Show, your destination for the best in social and political straight talk. And now, here's your host, Miss Tanya Free. It's Wednesday, September the 19th. Welcome to the Tanya Free and Friends Talk Show. I am Tanya Free, joined by my wonderful friends, former Richmond Councilman Bill Johnson. How are you? Doing fine, lady. Thank you for having me back. Well, thank you for being here. And also with us once again is Frida Johnson. How are you, friend? I'm well. Nice good. to see you all. Good, good, good. And also with us is Van Nevels. How are you, friend? Good evening. Good afternoon. How are you today? That's it's a good, good to evening. See you again. Whatever. <laughs> again, love the hair. Oh, well, thank you so much. You, I just, you just keep I appreciate coming that. back with yeah, you. I wanted to be like, be, be like you. No, you don't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. Wear my hat like you wear yours. And also with us for the first time is Nezer Stables. How are you, friend? Doing very well. Doing very well, good, Tanya. Good, it's good. a pleasure to be here. Well, thank you for being here. I understand Melody. He, well, let, me, let me say this. Um, Nezer is family. So I understand Melody's in Florida. So you made a special trip to be here with us, right? I had to do what the wife said do. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lord thank you for Lord being man. here. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> thank you for being here with us. We appreciate it. Thank you. Well, thank you all for listening today. Let me also to me welcome my team behind the scenes is Noah John. Uh, Marcus Evans and Mr. Free. And we're on the heavy uh, security guard, Sebastian. Where is Sebastian? <laughs> Sebastian, is he is he still here? Okay, whatever. Like I said, security guard. You can't see him, right? But I know. You know I know we, we know he's somewhere around right here. here. Well, I want to thank all of our listening friends from coast to coast for joining us and hope that you would join the conversation. Phone lines are open, 844-321-1010. Our toll-free number, 844-321-1010. Or you can text us at TanyaFree63975 to weigh in. Or if you want to listen to us on your phone, you can dial 712-832-2784. Thanks to our friends at um, AMFM247 Network. Um, before we get started, I want to extend our thoughts and prayers to everyone that was affected by Hurricane Florence uh, last week. I was watching people as, as to when they were leaving their homes and boarding up everything. I can only imagine how devastating that is when you are trying to get out of arms way of something like that. 
And if I'm not mistaken, it claimed the lives of at least seven people. And I mean, just to see all of the, I guess the, everything that it tore up and people trying to recover from it, 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 is, it is stunning. I mean, until you've been in something like that, we experienced tornadoes here in Richmond on Monday and the uh, forecasters were calling tornadoes in various areas constantly. And honestly, it didn't get as far south where I was living. And I honestly, I was getting ready to go out walking. And I thought about this thing. I'm like, no, I don't think you want to go out and walk in something like this. You'd be walking and then all of a sudden a tornado, what are you going to do? So I kept watching the news. So I could say our, our thoughts and prayers are out to everyone that was devastated by the hurricanes. Any, did you all have any family in those areas? Well, it, it came right by us. It was up there at Ginner Park in Virginia Union. The tornadoes were, yeah. yes. Yeah. I'm talking about the hurricane, Hurricane Florence. Oh, no, 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 I'm blessed without Anyone that. Anyone in the Carolinas? Well, I have a brother and sister in Roxborough and Durham, North Carolina. They weren't affected by okay. it, but they, uh, they did uh, hear about the devastation. Okay, so okay, well, that's some good. It was. That area. Very much so. My, my thing is this. When you hear something like that, do you leave your home? I mean, I, I mean, you think about it, you, you, you look at other folks being traumatized by it, and you have some folks that say, I'm going to stay, stay and, you know, wait out, and other folks that are leaving. But you don't know how you feel until you actually have to experience something like that. You know, because like I said, when the tornadoes were coming here on Monday, I'm like, where, where am I supposed to go? What am I supposed to do? You know? I'll tell you well, what to a, do. A tornado, is, <laughs> a tornado is a thing that you can see. The Motel 6 up the road. <laughs> and you can see where it is and all of that. You can, you can get away from a tornado. A hurricane is everywhere. Mm -hmm. There is right. no... The only way you can get away with it, get away from it is to leave the day before it shows up because, I mean, look at the pictures. Right. Oh, yeah, I know. Then the flooding, all Getting of that. Getting out is one thing, but then you think, well, what's going to happen? How am I going to get back in? What's going to be left of what I had when I left it in the house? Right. Will I even have a house that's a uh, structure habitable when I show up again? Right. So a lot of folks have lost everything. Everything, right. And probably... Maybe not to the extent of uh, of Katrina, but a lot of folks will not be returning. Right. And and ninety five for sixty miles is underwater. Underwater, yeah. Sixty miles, and then I forty is also, you know, yeah. tens of feet underwater. Right. So, but you know, that's thing, that's what, what affects. Thing we need to be concerned with. I just recently went from one insurance company to another insurance company. And, and a lot of those me, folks didn't have no flood yes. insurance. No flood, and they told me no flood insurance. And I started thinking about that. Do I really need flood insurance where I am, you know, kind of high ground? I've got a, well, I got a, a personal, well, transmission in my car and my manual transmission is gone. When I first bought the car, oh, well, you can get an extended service warranty. Come on, man. It's only got 80,000 miles on it. Well, a lot of people, they, what they don't realize is they put material things in, in front of what God is bringing to the forefront. Without a doubt. Yes. So, uh, unfortunately, people uh, don't respect the power of God wholeheartedly. Right. So, therefore, lives are lost. If I tell you something is coming, I mean, you should take heed and, and do a little bit of investigation. Uh, instead of uh, wasting time in front of uh, foolish things on TV, uh, you know, I think you right. people should really take the initiative to investigate for their own lives and then make the initiative. That's why they say uh, friends are, are always forever. Mm -hmm. You should never burn your bridges because you never know when you have to call on that friend to get out of a devastating uh, issue. Or uh, that would be true. Very, that maybe, is very maybe true. Maybe I'll start speaking to my neighbor next door. Mm. 
should have been those folks. Well, you know what? As as uh, divided as the country is, when you have like what you say, when a situation mm -hmm. like that occur, you could care less who is coming to rescue you. I don't care if 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 you are like it's underwater or you are in you know. Uh, flooding or in any sort of harm, you don't say uh, send me this person of this you know ethnicity or if that person come. You, you know, need I'm, help. Yeah, you you're not gonna say I'm not coming with you because of you what particular race or religion or whatever. You are gonna <laughs> accept who whatever handout or whoever is coming to rescue you. You know, yeah. and it's and it's unfortunate. We it has to be something tragic to bring us together to realize that. You know? Absolutely. I did want to say something when you're talking about tornadoes and. Um, hurricanes and you tell people to evacuate, we always have to remember there are people that don't have resources. You know, we may have gas money, we may have transportation, we may have the resources that we can move and go somewhere else. Not everyone, uh, not everyone is fortunate enough to have resources. Some of those people literally <coughs> couldn't evacuate because they didn't have any resources. Not everybody has family, not everybody has a support system. And I think we have to always remember those people because you know that's the reality for them. Where we can do that, not everyone can. Well, and I do think that something needs to be put in place for those people when you're talking about, you know, well, you need to go move those people out of there because they don't have the resources. But but the real resources are just people in general. Because of, of the ignorance that we have in just around the world, period, about mm -hmm. different cultures and ethnicities, the resources are, are all of us. That's that's a real resource. Uh, in, in reference to in reference to getting things done, if all of us would put our heads together as God intended us to mm -hmm. do from day one, we wouldn't have all these these worldly issues. So the resources are, are us as people. And I don't I don't disagree with you. And we're the resources, but in times of need, not everybody but responds. It, but a lot of times, just like when the tornadoes are coming, right? I'm saying, as I got this, because I got everything I need right there. Right, a lot of the, yeah, the yeah. ATM is working in my phone. Right. Don't die. But how inconvenient it is to have to pick up and go somewhere, you know? That's true. I'm, that is very true. And I, and I agree with you from the standpoint that, like I said, if if we were to get a report right now saying a hurricane is coming in a few minutes, what goes through our mind? Are you going to run home to get your 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 personal yeah. belongings, or are you going to get out of, you know, the, the I'm way of, of, of I'm getting as much of my stuff as I can and, and go. And that's that's the problem with when we hear something like that as to what we should do. Like you said, are we attached to our personal belongings, mm -hmm. or are we or, or are we going to value our life? What's the proverb? What profit a man to gain the whole wide world and to lose your your soul, your life, and all of that? That comes to mind. I mean, it, it has to. Yeah. It has to. I mean, that's the reality of it. And a lot of times, that is what people think. And especially when I'm listening to the re the um, the meteorologists, I am listening carefully and closely. Because a lot of times, I think what they were what they were reporting last week to me was a lot of hype. I mean, you have one station saying it's going to be here, I was there, about to say. and then you have another station that's going to be here, and it's so dramatic mm -hmm. that if if you if if you can if they only just report 
what is actually what the, the information that they actually have. Yes. Right. Not all of this hype. Oh no, they do, but they keep saying it in like nine or ten different ways in order to keep you watching. Right. And yeah, but they have all these possible and because you become so desensitized to the what you perceive to be the over dramatization of the thing that's about to show up, folks get complacent. Ah, oh, it's not going to be quite that bad. Exactly. It shows up. And it ends up being at least as bad, if not worse, than what was predicted. And then also, and you never know, no, until it's there. You right. Feel and me? then when when they do that, people don't believe it. So when you have another, you know, uh, storm of some kind, I know it like, sounds oh, like it's crying wolf. Not, yeah, yeah, I'm just not. I'm, I'm not going to move. And something really does happen. Right. So a lot of the sense, the the drama and the sensationalizing of it and all that. If you just can just report what mm-hmm. is and just everybody be on the same page. You know, and like you said, exactly. our support system, our people. Let me go back to insurance. Read your insurance policy very carefully because I was reading a, a article um, earlier where the insurance companies will put little um, language in your policy that if your property is destroyed by one thing, wind or something, and then it's water, they won't. They don't have to cover it. So little things in your policy can make them disclaim or, or decline a claim that you may have. And remember, remember, an insurance company has way deeper pockets than can litigate you. Right. Even even if they're responsible, they know it, we'll take it to court, fine. Right. Insurance company will sit back and litigate you. But I'm saying before you get to that point, read your policy carefully or have someone that can understand the language because they they all got all type of language in your policy. And And it's a real shame you pay for a policy for years and then when you need it, then you can't get, you, there's no coverage. I was talking to someone about insurance generally. It's like voodoo. I cannot understand what what's being said, what I'm covered for, and what I'm not. I, You're again, right. Don't I speak agree. The I, I don't agree. Know. Yeah, but you, but you, but you also have you also have a something called a, a telephone and, and and getting off your your rear end sometimes and and actually going to the insurance policies if they're in. If, if I don't if, understand if the language that's being spoken. That's the issue, is, is being able to understand the language. Well, my question is, if that's, the case, if that's is, the case, take it to an attorney. I would, I would much rather pay an attorney to say, okay, tell me what this means and what this covers and don't cover right. than to have a claim, and I've been paying for it for years, and there is no coverage. So you've taken my money, and, and when I need you to cover something, you're not going to cover it. Exactly. But that's again, if you can afford an that, attorney. Well, hey, I, it's, but, it's worth, <laughs> but to me, it's worth it to me. It's worth it to me. That's one end of it, but there's I mean, also think, but the think possibility. About the, think about the people in Carolina now that have been paying for flood insurance and that and there's no coverage because there's one little line in their policy that disclaims them. Do you How know? Of, you do feel? you know of an instance like that? If it's if it's flood insurance and we're in a flood, it's in the policy. Well, the poli- well, it. what I was reading said if it, if it's flood and it was caused by flood and rain or wind or what wind or something, both of them, then they don't have to cover it. If it's two, it, they disclaim it by being two actions. Because they're saying that, okay, it wasn't the, the flood that ca- caused it, it was the wind, it was the hurricane. So if they can disclaim, can get out of it because of that one little line, then what are you going to do? Again, they can get out of it no matter if it's, if it's in your policy or not. Trust me, insurance companies... Well, it's better, it's better to understand that, without, that, the, yeah, if the policy, that if the policy is not effective, then you go someplace else and find it. We need to yeah. snatch yeah. the covers over those kind of com- companies that will do that to you. And see, that's another thing. I believe in Geico. I, I just believe in them. 
<laughs> I haven't called them yet. They didn't take care of me. But my problem is, if you've got one of these fly-by-night insurance companies. But what's a fly-by-night insurance company? Well, that's the pen. If somebody had that kind of uh, uh, addendum in, in, in your policy, folk need to know about that. They need to know about that insurance. They need to mm -hmm. know about but that. But chances are people do not read their policy. Yes. They, they go by whatever the agent says to sell the policy. And there's a done deal, and you don't realize that you do not have proper coverage until there's a claim. But and at you that know, point, it's too late. An insurance company is bank on you not challenging them. They bank on that. I think they used to have some wording, acts of God. Now, if you have a basement, you might want to get some flood insurance. I know oh, of two incidents where people didn't live anywhere near water. Do you, do you have flood insurance in your, in your homeowner's policy? No, it would be a, an additional... I don't, I don't right. personally have okay. it. I don't, I don't have a basement, but I right. know of two situations nobody, where people look, had. Nobody in this picture. Oh, wait a minute, I'll finish the story. Oh okay. yeah, and they actually it was a it wasn't a hurricane or anything. It was a rainstorm and it was really bad, mm -hmm. and the basement was flooded, and the insurance company wouldn't pay for the damage because they it's said, and one of my friends, mm -hmm. yeah, one of my friends said, "You got me once, you won't get me again." And, you know, absolutely, uh, no, I live on a hill nowhere near any, and I'm not saying that I don't need it. I think when things happen, we do have to go back and evaluate what else we might need. Well, we need yeah, to read it before then. a lot of people yeah. don't know the proper questions to ask, right. that's unfortunately. True. That's very so true. That's, that's, uh, that's another thing that uh, reason why insurance companies get over on a mm -hmm. lot of people because they right. know you, like you, he was saying, you don't understand the lingo that's being uh, at, taught to you, and you and, and you're and never so. and you're never covered for anything possible. You're always covered for something likely, mm -hmm. right? Because possible could be, you know, a satellite came out of orbit and crashed into my house. Yeah, what's that commercial that they show oh. something crazy like what's that? What's the possibility the chances right. of that happening? That kind of thing. So you now deal I'm having, with what's I'm having that issue with health insurance. I was about to say this. Yeah, I, I am <sighs> having that fight with health insurance. I know. Like no other. Like no other. They, I had. Um, That's why we need single payer socialized last medicine period. Year, period. And I paid the whole year, and they didn't cover anything until December. I'm like, wow. until December. Yeah. Then they, they want to give me free the free prescription. I done paid the whole dog on year. It would have been uh, more beneficial for me to have taken my money and put it in the bank. Yes. You, you paid your own way. Yeah. You know? So I'm, I'm having that fight right now. So, But anyway, let's move on to the next thing because I can talk about insurance and <laughs> get fired up all over again. So let's oh, not no, do not, that. Not, a, not another one of your pet subjects. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I used to be in insurance. Yes, I used to be in insurance, so yes, I understand the language and how they twist things because mm -hmm. I had to get a property and casualty license. And by the grace of God, I, he showed me how to understand the language when you take it, when you had to take the test. And you wouldn't believe how they maneuver and the way they say things. You Absolutely. know, they may tell you they said, like if you have to read it, it's, it's, it, is, it is a way they, they, they write it up so that you cannot, it confuses you, and put it that way. This is the country of laws. Yeah, yeah, so. AKA Bible. Um, we are less than 60 days away from the midterm elections. And I hope everybody at this table is registered to vote. If you're not, I don't, don't, don't tell me. I don't want to know. <laughs> I, may to, I may have to change where I'm voting, but I am registered. As long, long as you're registered and long as you're voting. That's, that's the main thing. And um, there is an unprecedented number of women 
running for the House, Senate, and gubernatorial races. Um, there are as many as 12 women that are favored to win. And cool. a lot of sisters cool. um, have stepped up to the plate, which um, I think is, is the women's movement, um, what's going on in, in the White House. I am extremely proud that folks have said, okay, enough is enough. I think we need to go out and support these, you know, sisters and their men too, and especially a lot of African Americans that have stepped up to the plate. And I think we need to definitely do our part to make sure that we support them and change the dynamics as to what is going on in Washington. The midterm elections are very, very important. Um, one of the candidates that I want to talk about is Stacey Abrams. She's 44. She's a sister that's running for governor in Georgia. If she is elected, she will be the first African-American um, woman. woman, right, um, governor in Georgia as well as in the country. So um, if we have a chance that we can pay, play the sound bite when we come back from the break, that's what we're going to do that? Okay. All right. Let's go to the break then. T today's praise break is I rose this morning by the Mississippi Mass Choir, sponsored by the Metropolitan Base Day School with Eagle Sword.
tranquil, relaxing, highly professional. This is how people describe Waterfall Salon and Massage Med Spa, offering a variety of massages, including four-handed synchronized, sports, and soothing relaxation. Facials, microblading, teeth whitening, and fabulous eyelash extensions are done by their highly qualified staff. Book your services today on Facebook or call 804-644-4002. That's 644-4002. Waterfall Salon and Massage Med Spa. Here's another way you can listen to that Tree Radio FM. Go to rsgame.org. Download the Orange Game web client while playing your game. Press Control B and arrow down to Tree Radio FM. Also, download new telephone number 605 562 9777. That's 605 562 9777. And you can also listen to that Peach Tree Radio FM on TuneIn Radio, OTunes Radio, iTunes Radio, and iBlink Radio. And of course, the website, PeachTreeRadioFM.net. And you can download the app from Google. Play Store and the iOS Store. There's so many ways to listen to Peachtree Radio FM. What's up? Listen to remember and so listen to forget. Put your business on the map for a lot less than you might think with Freedom Marketing. Text the word "advertise" to six three nine seven five, or give them a call at eight four four three two one ten ten. That's Freedom Marketing eight four four three two one. 10, 10. What is it going to take to ignite change in the 7th District schools? My name is Bryce Robertson, and I want to bring greater inclusiveness, access, and support to our school district. On November 6, elect me as your next school board representative. Our children, parents, and teachers deserve more from our leadership. My name is Bryce Robertson, and I paid for and approved this message. Tanya Free and Friends would like to welcome the Select Auto Group at 3203 Hall Street in Richmond, Virginia as one of our newest sponsors. Give them a call at 804-223-8989 or on the web at Select Auto, the number four, the letter U.net.
Join the conversation. Phone lines are open right now at area code 804-321-1010 in Central Virginia and 844-321-1010 coast to coast. But why politics? Why politics for you and why now? You know, when, when I left the NAACP, having served as their youngest president, my blood pressure was 180. And I didn't realize I had undiagnosed sleep apnea. And I figured it out. My blood pressure now is in the 120s. And the uprisings happened in Baltimore right around that time. And I found myself in the, in the neighborhood where my mom grew up. And I realized that I've been blessed most of my life to do the thing I was best at, which is to pull people together to get big things done. And now that I had my health under control, I needed to get back to it. And so I'm running for governor because it's time for us to finally fully fund our schools to make sure that we all have health care and we can afford it. And to get our economy going again. And as somebody who spent the last five years since I left the NAACP investing in startups, I know that our state has a much more robust future. And I'm eager to see it happen sooner rather than later. And I didn't realize I had undiagnosed sleep apnea. And I figured it out. My blood pressure now is in the 120s. And the uprisings happened in Baltimore right around that time. And I found myself in the, in the neighborhood where my mom grew up. And I realized that I've been blessed most of my life to do the thing I was best at, which is to pull people together to get big things done. And now that I had my health under control, I needed to get back to it. And so I'm running for governor because it's time for us to finally fully fund our schools to make sure that we all have health care and we can afford it and to get our economy going again. And as somebody who spent the last five years since I left the NAACP investing in startups, I know that our state has a much more robust future, and I'm eager to see it happen sooner rather than later. Thank you. Thank you. Stacey, what about you? Why politics? Not why now for you, but why politics? How did you get dragged into this mess? <laughs> so I grew up in Mississippi. I like to say I'm Mississippi-raised and Georgia-grown. Um, in Mississippi, my parents worked full-time and yet barely stayed above the poverty line. My mom liked to call us the genteel poor. We had no money, but we watched PBS and we read books. <laughs> but my parents would make sure that we spent every Saturday in service. They would take us out to volunteer at soup kitchens and homeless shelters uh, because they would say, look, having nothing is not an excuse for doing nothing. And that ethos has driven me my entire life in part because I was really frustrated by the fact that my parents and the six, my five brothers and sisters and myself, that we were the social action force for Gulfport, Mississippi. I'm like, this is very inefficient. Shouldn't someone else be doing this? And my parents said, that's called government. Government is supposed to do more to provide access because I personally believe poverty is immoral, it's economically inefficient, and it is solvable. Thank uh, Myron and Otis for sending me that piece. That was a um, conference. You just heard uh, Ben Jealous, who was running for governor for Maryland, and um, Stacey Abrams, who's running for governor in Georgia. Later on, you we will play a piece from Andrew Gillum, who was running for governor in Florida. Um, I think that like if you have folks that live in Maryland, um, Florida, or Georgia, call them and tell them they have to get out to vote and support these people. I mean, I'll, I'll, one of the things that, you know, when I say this, 
we need to do a better job of doing is supporting our people. You know, especially when we step up to the plate. We have young people. Um, ben Jealous is 45. Uh, Stacey Abrams is 44. Andrew Gillum is 39. They are young, intelligent, energetic, and that's what we need now because we have a lot of folks that are in politics. It's the same old, same old, and we keep doing the same old thing, elected them in office, and nothing is happening or anything. Nothing is changing. Yeah, I find that to be stunning, uh, the, the way the mentality actually work with people because uh, – uh, just like our, our current president, uh, you know, that goes down the middle of the street and says, I can shoot someone and I still get elected. Mm -hmm. To me, that that right there, that one statement should have just taken him completely oh, yeah. out of the race. Absolutely. But unfortunately, people are so, uh, they are so mentally and, and uh, mentally uh, and intellectually blind, they can't really see uh, the light of day. So, to in some people's mind, uh, you know that that that's a normal ordeal for them uh, to hear that and still support someone that has uh, nothing but evil thoughts in their minds. Right. And has recently gone so far as to say, uh, use the term "dumb southerner" about his attorney general. Who he's? How are you, the president, and you're fighting with your attorney general? How can you what? call dumb what? southerners when they are your? This that's where your base is located. And 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 those folks yeah. are still. Current, so riding around with Trump stickers on their car. I'm like, you're dumb yeah, but, behind. But, but, He's talking about but you. Let's, yeah. Let's not new, yes. lose focus that instead of focusing on them and his base, because his base is going to support him. Like you said, if he can shoot somebody and they, mm -hmm. can, they will support him, we can't lose focus of that. We have to focus on Ben Jealous, Stacey Abrams, Andrew Gillum, and all the women and everybody that are running for office, because if we get caught up on his base, then they will win come November the 6th. That's what I'm saying. If you have folks in, in um, Maryland, Florida, Georgia, and any other red state, because Georgia is very red, they, for them to get a black woman as governor there, oh, my goodness, you're talking about shake-up things. Yeah. It would really shake-up things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. That's stand your ground craziness. Because that's one of the things. Things get passed because one of the things, we are not at the table. Now, if we have an opportunity to get folks at the table, we have got to go out and vote, hands down. Without a doubt. And not only that, bringing fresh ideas to yes. the table yes. is key because, yes. it, as you stated earlier, uh, the old ideas are just not going to budge. Only way you're going to move those thoughts forward to a positive for everyone is that we, we need to move the old and bring in the new. Right. And until we do that uh, as people and, 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 and keep that educational uh, system going in the right direction, we're going to always struggle from the political standpoint. Right. Which is unfortunate. And nobody wins in these cases uh, but, the, but the wealthy. And oh, that, yeah. that's where we need to, we well, need to cut you, the line. On out. that note, you need to understand that the folk that you're running against are wealthy. They've oh, yeah. been in that place for a long oh, yeah. time. They've got all of the corporations and all of the money pouring into it to keep it the way that it's been. Of course. But that does not have to remain the case for the mere fact, look at President Obama. And then this... Um, well, Obama raised no, a billion and, dollars. Andrew, really, Andrew, Andrew Gilliam Obama is Obama was the bomb, period. But, Plus, yeah. he's coming behind George Bush. And he still yeah, raised a billion but, dollars. So but we, we're going to hear a piece from um, Andrew Gilliam. I hope I'm saying his last name right who is running for governor in Florida, and he talks about having no money and winning. 
So we, we're going to hear from him. But let me, let's talk about one other thing with regards to the midterms. President Obama has been stomping um, on the campaign trail for various candidates. And I've raised the question as to whether or not that's good or bad. Will he help or hinder the midterm elections? For you have some folks that want to distance themselves and think that he is going to bring out <clears throat> those folks that are supporters of 45 opposed to helping those that are running and trying to make a difference. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's going to help tremendously because Obama has the, the intellectual level where he he is up on things all the time. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, and, and he is a, a type of person, he's for the people, or at least he right. appears to be. Um, I watched his struggles when he was in office oh, yeah. and all the things that he had to uh you know, come I to the take forefront. my hat off to him because I yes. couldn't have been that passive. Yes. Ain't no way on earth. Like, like, like Ben Jealous said, his blood pressure was up 180. Now it would have been three or four times that. Ain't no way on earth. No. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Yeah. But I think yeah. he's going to really help a lot. Uh, then with, with Michelle be coming answer. behind him, I think those are two powerful forces. He'll but be you, an you're going to need more than two people. But at the right. same yeah. time, how many people who, who supported Trump now realize the, the mistake that they made in doing so? Suburban white That's women. a good question. Uh -huh. That's going to make the difference between right. um, this upcoming midterms and also the presidential election. Right. How many folks have come to their senses about what's true? Suburban what white people women. Would, I got a little bit of sense. No, okay. you're right, because those people this, um, this time around probably will stay at home. Well, that's, opposed to, then opposed there's a question to, of... Opposed to voting for the person that they know is going to make a difference in their lives, opposed to voting for a Democrat, they will stay at home. Well, let's also, also wonder about who are the people... Who are the people that... Oh, I don't want to vote for the lesser two evils. Well, you got the, greater, the greatest yet thus far. As a result, are you going to still have that same attitude about the upcoming midterms as well as, um, as, well as the presidential election in 2020? That is where well, what's going to make happened, a break. That, that well, let's, let's, deal with, let's deal with that. That's what I'm talking about. A lot of folks will say, well, I can't vote for Hillary because of who knows what reason. I, I can't vote for him because he's obviously a, what well, he is. Well, so now you see what you got. So what are those people going to do this time around? Well, like I said, I believe they will stay at home opposed to you have folks in Georgia that probably will not support an African-American sister for governor, okay, and knowing that if the alternative is is someone Who is she like if, against, I it was somebody he was more like Trump. Well, that's from not what I was from what I was listening Georgia. and things I was it's hearing Georgia. for much as for as much as I could tolerate listening to. I'm like, okay, he's he's like Trump, opposed to voting for somebody like him, and they will not vote for her. They will probably stay home. Is the he, ones the ones that have come to their senses. Is saying, he okay, the incumbent? Or is he brand new? I think he's brand new. Okay. I think he's brand new because I've never heard his name before. I, I've never heard of him before. Well, you, you never know, though. Uh, things, stranger things do happen. Uh, so right now, it's, it's about bringing the positive to the forefront, keeping it steady, and keeping it consistent, and mm -hmm. stop bringing the ridiculous uh, topics games, to the forefront. What games are being played right now about oh, voter registration and the requirements to games vote in Georgia? Because that's. Time. Wanting to vote is one thing. Will you be able to exercise your liberty to do so, or must you show up with? I the a, way the way things sound like folks are sample, been so on, on so top on. of things, been staying on top of things. Freedom. Now, before I say this, I am definitely a President Obama supporter. I don't think that him being on the campaign trail is going to make a difference. No, I mean, those not. people 
that have always voted are going to vote. Now, when he ran as people of color, people came, you know, there were people that had lived most of their lives, very, very mature people that had never voted before. Many of those people had what I consider magical thinking, and they thought he was going to come in, and all of a sudden they were going to have all of these great things, and he was going to do this, not understanding the political system. So I'm thinking they were like, well, you know, we want him in there because he's a black man, and he's going to do all of he's this. And he did, in a mule. and he did what he could with a whole lot of roadblocks. I think my struggle is what are we going to do to get those people back out to vote? You're right. That's a good point. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. you're free. Is your business in need of a cash infusion to help your business grow? Been told no by the banks? If you've been in business at least a year and have $10,000 in gross monthly revenue, give our friend Anthony Gibson at Fast Advance Funding a chance to say yes based on the strength of your business, not your credit history. Give Anthony a call at 215-642-0686. That's Anthony Gibson, Fast Advance Funding, 215-642-0686. The New Orleans Talk Network, now on your mobile device, on your computer, in your ear, and interactive. It's new, it's innovative, and it's on your mobile device. Android, iPhone, iPad, and on your computer. Take us wherever you go. Because we're interactive. 504-341-TALK. That's 504-341-8255. Select Auto Group, where we offer guaranteed financing. Are you looking for a new or used vehicle and can't find it on any car lot? Let Select Auto Group go to work for you. Bad credit, good credit, no credit. Everyone is approved with Select Auto Group, located at 3203 Hall Street, or visit us at Select Auto, the number four, the letter U, dot net. Or give us a call at 804-223-8989. That's 804-223-8989. Select Auto Group. If they can put a man on the moon, we can put you in a car. This is Tanya Free, inviting you to check out the Tanya Free and Friends talk show, your destination for the best in social and political straight talk, here coast to coast on the AM-FM 247 radio network and the AM-FM 247 television network. Join the conversation. The Tanya Free and Friends talk show, Wednesdays.
sound system, an amalgamation of good dance music. There's um, three of us from the north side and two from the east. And through our style, you know, people just came to recognize us as the funky dreads. Conversation. Phone lines are open right now at area code 804-321-1010 in Central Virginia and 844-321-1010 coast to coast. Democratic primary, the only non-millionaire running for the Democratic We're the brokest one. To put it... The brokest. <laughs> Tell him how to much put you it, spent, Andrew. To, to, put it, spent. to put it differently, I was a broke one. <laughs> uh, uh, in the race, we spent, Raisin spent about $6 million to the combined, con uh, the combined spending of my opponents combined of over $90 million. And we ended up winning that race. Don't let anybody tell you. Don't, don't let anybody tell you. Don't let anybody tell you that you got to have the most money or come from a certain background, or attend certain schools, yeah. or uh, grow up on the right side of the track in order to be of service to people you don't. Mm -hmm. You gotta have a heart to care with, you gotta have a willingness to make a difference, and you gotta have a plan to get something done for somebody other than yourself. Amen. And that will take you, that will take you a great distance. I think what voters saw was that I was willing to engage authentically, that I didn't have much to lose and therefore I could run as myself. I didn't have to compromise my values. I didn't have to worry about somebody being disappointed because they had no expectations of me to begin with. I just had to be me. And I just gotta tell you that there's liberation in that. There's, li there's freedom in just being Freedom's able to good. be yourself. And I think that made all the difference in the world for us in the primary. And I believe that that will be the ingredients that will get us across the top on November 6th to become the Amen. next governor. Thank you. <laughs> so I'll, I'll start. Um, as Angela pointed out, I did not look like my opponent, although we shared the same first name. And uh, at Netroots Nation, I made a comment in my speech. Look, I didn't have to change my hair, my skin color, or my gender to become the next governor of Georgia. And the importance of that is, look, I have natural hair, since we're on a podcast. Uh, I am of a very rich brown hue. <laughs> I'm richer. <laughs> so, but the reason this, this matters is that, you know, certainly running as a black woman in the Deep South, running for an office that no black woman has ever held, 
led a, a great deal of the traditional Democratic apparatus to assume I could not win. And then I exacerbated it by talking about my brother who is in and out of prison and has bipolar disorder and needs help and needs support from our state. I talked about the fact that I am broke. I actually make a pretty good living, but I'm responsible for my parents, for my niece who my parents adopted when she was five days old, for my grandmother who lives with them, wow. and I owe the IRS $39,480. <laughs> I, paid, I paid a lot of it down. But I talk about it because you cannot have a conversation about how we help working families take care of themselves if you don't know what it means Preach. to be a working yes. family. Yes. Yes. Being that we have to understand, especially in our communities, that our expectations have to be calibrated to having people who know what our lives are like. You cannot solve a problem you don't understand. I tell you, when I listen to this, and I've listened to it several times, it just warms my heart with such joy that we have folks that are running for office that are like us, keeping it real, keeping it 100. And I just pray if they are elected, and I hope that they are, that they will remain grounded because it's easy to get in the atmosphere with folks that are already there and get caught up and lose their way. You know, especially yeah, you, the brother Andrew um, Gillum and that's running for governor in Florida. When you enter that game of politics, understand it's 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 a game, contact sport, all of that. If you are not willing to play ball to an extent, then you are gonna be you're gonna be made um, impotent as far as being able to function is concerned. Then how do you change if you get caught up in playing the game? What do you mean? If you're saying that they cannot um, uh, be themselves and trying to make a difference, then what do they do? What's Then they're doing the same thing as the folks that are already there. You've got to thread the needle between playing the game and playing against the game. That's difficult to do. No, I disagree with that. I think I, I think looking at the the media, I think being yourself right. changes minds and mm -hmm. changes mm -hmm. circumstances. And and it's, but it, the, it's, the problem is, is there are too many people out there playing those political games, right. and they're falling like by the wayside. And as you can see in the news right now, but President Obama, uh, he, you know, I don't know what his political uh, aspirations, you know, in terms of the political game were. But every time you saw him in the media, he, he was himself because right, Michelle Obama kept him grounded yes. and, that's, and he kept that's himself true. grounded. Good point. So, yes. so therefore, but he also if he runs the on the, the political trail, you know, I think he will make a difference regardless of what people say because people his, his ratings are still very way high, high amongst, right. amongst it, the people. And it can't be, that it makes can't a difference. be any other way. And he spoke for the people, um, not just. As far as changing minds are concerned, that's cool. But now you're dealing with a system. That's, yeah, but, but, that, that's what I'm talking about. If you if you are not going to play ball somewhat or make it seem as though you are, then mm -mm. they'll just ice I you I disagree out. with that. Because but but you the just, system is, is us. Right. The system right. is no, us. No, 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 no. Because no, 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 no. that Senate was against him from the beginning. Yes. Mitch McConnell said he will not be a, be a, a two-term president. And he did everything in the furthermore, Senate. To, furthermore, uh, Mitch McConnell, I want to say at the meeting that they had, or something between them, they were like, well, what we're going to do is block everything he tries everything to do. Everything he tries to do. And, and as a result of him not getting anything done, we're going to say it's his fault because he can't get nothing done. Mm -hmm. and he got but, but he used the media and, and, and getting the message the to us, and that made a difference because it put mm -hmm. pressure more so on them that they weren't getting anything done, not him. Well, they ain't got nothing done, and it's, it's 
it's been well, throughout its but, term. But, but and, and this, is this, why, this is why you're seeing this uprising mm -hmm. of women and African-Americans coming to the plate. Right. See? Yeah. So, it, so what they've been doing in the media and showing us that they can't get anything done and playing this game, we're like, okay, time out. Okay, so now, Bill, now somebody the got a question is, for you. How did the, how did you keep it real when you were um, councilman? Yeah, keep Bill. my mouth shut and do what I thought was right. Uh, again, this temptation that that's out there for you, different things they put in front of you, mm -hmm. and to thine own self be true. Mm -hmm. And I'm just too cute for jail, so I did not <laughs> do anything. Didn't take a paper clip. And if it was right, I did it. Some of it was over my head. I sat down and I listened to Joe Brooks on one side of my ear. And, and when it came time, I would listen to Saad Elamine on the other side of my ear to help keep me balanced. But that, that was the biggest thing. You can't get out there running your mouth and, 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 and hollering and hooping and can on because that's when you make yourself a target. Mm -hmm. But when you do the things positive for people, when you make decisions based on, depending on who introduced them, we had some folk that, that introduced papers and, and, and put money in the squirrel away money in the budget. And those were the things that you quietly support. And that helps get you over and get the things into the community that you need. So that's the way you do it. Number one, don't make yourself a target. Number two, try to be educated on what you what you vote on. And if not, either abstain or don't vote at all if you don't if you don't agree with it. And the other thing is staying in touch with the people. Yes. You that have to be on the ground. They got me they got me. Eric Cancer can tell you all about that, can he? They got me on campaign ad right and they showed an empty chair mm -hmm. that Bill Johnson is not attending these meetings. He's not doing No, I couldn't do that. I can't sit up in no meeting. I got to be out in the street with the folks. To find out what's going on, mm -hmm. and I can but already, they got me with that. I can already see some of um, some of what Miss Abrams was talking about. That Republicans are going to wear her out on. I can mm -hmm. already see but she it. She's a strong sister, though. Well, the first thing is going to be with hot, you owe thirty nine thousand dollars in taxes. You're a but but, you're a but, but but the thing is, what was smart about her? She's already told us she's that. Already, exactly. Right. She, yeah. She's put all and she's of it. paid because, some of that down. Right. right. And she, she said that. that. And the thing mm -hmm. is, has she not told us that? Mm -hmm. Then and the, and the Republicans were to tell us that story. Yeah, it would be a totally different ball game. That's right. true. Exactly. But now you're going to have to try but to appeal to people. But you're keeping it real with the people. You're going to have to try to appeal to some people who still, no matter which way you look at it, you black and you owe money on taxes. You're a deadbeat. No, you what I'm, I, I'm, I'm but okay you know what? There are going to be some folks that's going to say that. I'm telling you, you are going to pass by those people in the car on your way home tonight. No, sister. I would say you're going to have folks in in 45's base that's going to twist that. That's I what I'm talking at, about. I look at her story as being me. What she's saying right. is being me. It's being very real. It could be any of us. I agree. And, and another That's thing, she said point. she has taken all responsibilities and obligations to her right. family, family. Yep. which a right. lot of us, you know, Deal do with. that. Mm -hmm. And right. have to exactly. take that, which, which makes me cash I'm with poor. you 110%, but I'm also, but, I'm but, also seeing how that can be then Well, all right, let, let, let's put it this way. 45 won't even show his taxes. Well, okay, so what else is new? What I'm saying is that what, he, what he's, not, saying? he's not keeping it real with us. So that should be a concern for everybody. I know, even, even but, the, his even lack, but his lack of keeping it real is why he's where he is. 
No, no, that ain't why he is. Really? No, no, no. But he, the so. reason really? he's where he is, his constituency, where he he is, because of where he is is a black and white, is a racial race thing. That's what that is. Okay, well, that's regardless that of the race is. thing, he still didn't have to show his taxes, and he still got the president. Well, and that's why we're at the table right now trying to get him out of there. Look what look at what's being right, said. Look, uh, I don't, uh, look at what's uh, being uh, said no, about no, um, you, look, Abigail Spanberg. And she's still pressing forward. I'm not saying it that she's not going to win, but I'm saying it based on. Here, this woman's career is being used against her, much like um, what was uh, 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 the brother from Georgia Van. that had lost everything Van. but an Van. arm so and a head. Let's talk about the positive to get folks to the poll. Uh, Frida. I yeah. Yeah, well, what I wanted to say, <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> some of what he says I, I agree with. I, I think that she's very relatable and she's being authentic. And I think if people are about the business of doing the right thing, they can relate to her. Right. But I can see people saying, and not necessarily just his base saying, that's just what I think about black people. They don't pay their taxes. They don't do this. I'm sorry it's going to come out. But we really do need to figure out what we need to do to get our people out there to vote. Because some of those people didn't just not vote, because some people think keeping it real um, is when Donald Trump said, I'm not a politician, so I don't have to answer to them. And if I stood on Fifth Avenue and killed somebody, oh, there were a lot of people. There were, there were black people that voted for him yes. because oh, yeah. they yeah. saw him as the real gangster. Mm -hmm. So we really do need to figure out. I have a story like Cookie had. The city of Richmond has a community service building and Southside. So I went to pay my gas bill one day, and so this young lady walked up to me, and she said, are you registered to vote? Of course, you know, I was offended because, you know, I'm not a young person. So, you know, I didn't say anything. I'm like as old as I am. So I'm like, yes, I am. So I took care of my business. I came out. She was trying to pull people in. Of course, they had the other persuasion sitting there doing the paperwork. And she asked these people, are you registered to vote? And they said, no. She said, well, come on and register to vote. I'm not interested. And my very thought was, you're not interested in voting, but you're coming over here trying to access these benefits. You know, at some point, you need to look at the whole picture, and I wanted to go say something to them, and I did. And I worked with children and families for 40 years, and, you know, I'm a bit tired of being called and it called something everything mm -hmm. other than who I mm -hmm. am. But we have got to figure out, and, and, and I worked with professionals, and I'm a lot like my father growing up. If you weren't registered to vote, don't come to my house because it was an election. My father was going to ask you who um, was on the ballot mm -hmm. if you said you voted. So my daughter said she didn't know her grand. She said, you know, you do that to my friends. I wasn't conscious of that. So I find that even with professionals, if they're from families that don't vote, they don't vote either. And one of my younger co-workers said, well, I used to be one person that said my one vote wouldn't count. Well, what did she say that for? 
So we had this long conversation, and now she's voting, another young man. So, you know, what do we do to educate these people in terms of the importance of voting? And, you know, I struggle with that all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is 2018, and we still have young people. I still remember the day I voted at 18 for the first time. And when I go, I live in Chesterfield County, and I expect that this midterm election is going to be a line waiting Mm -hmm. like it was for President Obama. Uh, You know, but the last few elections... Even the last presidential election, it wasn't a long line. I mean, we waited a little bit, but I don't understand it. And we're talking about young people, young people that, you know, I'm we don't not talk interested. about it enough. We don't talk about it and stress the importance of it enough. I mean, think about it. When you go on social media, what do you normally see? I mean, you don't see, I don't personally don't see a lot of political, you know, conversations or people talking about voting, none of that. And when I post certain things, people gravitate towards, you know, certain articles, and it surprises me. Well, Well, I I can tell you, because I'm on social media a lot, and my daughter will tell me, tell mommy your post are kind of long, but any social or political issues, oh, you know, they're not going to like it, they're Mm -hmm. not going to read it, but if it's a bunch of garbage, they will read it. You know, and when it's time to vote, my my profile picture is We'll take a break and be right back. Free and Friends Talk Show is a presentation of Freedom Marketing Incorporated. All rights reserved, views and comments expressed are not necessarily the views of the host and or this station. searching for the best in online black radio then go to blacktalkradionetwork.com helping you filter through the noise real talk black talk
Have you checked out Tanya Free TV on Ustream? Watch our radio broadcast live and catch up on past video podcasts. Download the app or go to Ustream.tv to follow Tanya Free and friends. Stay in touch with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram or text the word Tanya to 63975. Join the conversation. Tanya Free and friends, on air, online, on point. Join the conversation. Phone lines are open right now at area code 804-321-1010 in Central Virginia and 844-321-1010 coast to coast. Differently, and if you don't know the fact pattern of the case, uh, Marquise McLaughlin was driving home with his partner, Brittany, and their three children, uh, one five-year-old, a three-year-old and a few-month-old. And as they would do sometimes on their way home, they pulled off into a circle, uh, 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 bodega, uh, circle eight, um, and Marquise got out of the car with his five-year-old son. They pulled into a handicapped spot. Um, he got out, went inside the store, took his five-year-old son with him, and left Brittany and the two babies in the car. Well, across the street from this Circle uh, 8 uh, is a gun shop. And there's a guy who perpetually kind of hangs out in this space and has a reputation for antagonizing people. So he decides to come over, start banging on the window where Brittany is and the kids are seated, circles the car, banging, pushing on the car, cursing at Brittany in front of her children Someone lets Marquise McLaughlin know what was going on inside. He comes out, sees the man next to his uh, family, threatening them, and he shoves them to the ground. He then takes a few steps back as this man then reaches for a weapon, pulls it out. And in front of his five-year-old child, his life is snuffed out. I went to the site of this location when I was in the area for a rally. Afterwards, I just wanted to go by and see what was up. 
And while I was standing there for probably 15 minutes, no less than two or three cars had come and pulled into this same handicapped spot where the blue paint had been kind of erased away. You could tell that this was a ritual, not necessarily judging right or wrong, that so many times people had probably done before. And that the only difference was is that this guy today decided that he was going to uh, pick a fight. And in my state where I live, the law is such that you can go antagonize, push the bear, start a fight, and then hide behind, stand your ground when somebody responds. If anybody had a right to stand their ground that day, it was Marquise McLaughlin, Brittany, and those three children. But the law was such that there was no penalty to be paid for that. Until we began to raise our voices in March and we stood up and even for a short, short while we sat in and the state attorney, because the sheriff said, because of stand your ground, he could not make an arrest. The state attorney intervened and said, I'm gonna bring charges in this case. Could you imagine? Could you imagine just for a moment, the shoes had been reversed. That the man going around the corner and around the car banging on the window and yelling and screaming at a white woman in the car with two white children. Um, and the husband comes out and shoves him to the ground. The black man pulls a gun and takes a shot. I'm not trying to be sensational right. about this. I just want to speak the truth. Mm -hmm. I just want to speak the truth. Mm -hmm. We all know, we all know that race still matters in this society. And the challenge that we have frankly, as three black candidates running in majority states that are not majority black, uh, certainly um, um, uh, in our cases, is that we have to figure out a way to communicate these things in such a way that even the majority white population can have some empathy for it. Right. Mm -hmm. um, that they can understand, because I don't believe all white people are racist. I certainly don't believe the majority of the people in my state are racist. I just believe that we all have a set of certain experiences that color our perspectives. And that it's important for people of courage to be able to speak up when these moments present themselves, mm -hmm. even at the risk of sometimes not being able to politically prevail or politically win, but to speak up because it's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. I did it because it was the right thing to yeah. do. That was Andrew Gillum, the um, candidate running for, or the nominee running for governor of Florida. And if he is not telling the truth, here is my hand. I mean, telling it like it is, like well, Petey Gray thing, would say. One of the things I think. He's quite articulate. He presents He's well. very articulate. <laughs> and I mean, you know, I can actually see well. him running for <laughs> president, maybe not 2020, but in the future. I really do. Well, we I, already know and, that. And, just, and the thing, and the thing is president. about him, I, I think he, he is president material. He's like President Obama, but not as passive. I think I, that's what we need now in, in this day and time. Um, President Obama, I think, um, you know, intelligent, all of that. But we in this we in an era now, passive is not going to work. But this is what one of the things that I think we've got to look forward to this coming election is that you've got younger candidates, progressive candidates right. that speak across the board to what folk are for. Because he's right. All, all white folk aren't, aren't, aren't right. racist. You're they right. aren't. They're not. They want some of the same things we do. They want health care. Right. They want, they want uh, uh, education for their kids. They want to make sure that things are being done right. And they want to make sure that, that we begin to address some of these, these, these 
these unfair laws where you can just shoot somebody and not be held accountable for that. So there are folks, the time well, the, has come. We talk about the folks that are not extremely right or, or I don't they know what are few, you They are fewer and far between. Right. They really are. And hopefully they will be folks, like you said, that are not in that you know, frame of that Trump era, Trump, whatever you want to call it, that will come out and vote and not stay at home and not do what you said, like, I'm not going to vote for a black person. Hopefully they will have... That. No, no, you were talking earlier about that. <laughs> I was okay. saying I voting I for the lesser of two evils. I'm not okay, going to vote well, for evil. Okay, you said something along those lines, but anyway. Okay. See, see I get, are you getting your light-skinned people confused, but <laughs> See? See, we weren't even talking about that. Uh, Nessa, say something that you said during break about people wanting to come out to vote for someone that they can relate to. You made yeah, a comment well, with regards well, to that. I was, I was saying earlier that, that the fresher minds and the fresher ideas are bringing things to the forefront. They're bringing a, a clearer, uh, more realistic message to the people as a whole. And right. people, uh, most people can relate to that because most people are working two jobs and they have other responsibilities uh, outside of the, the uh, right. financial responsibilities. And plus they, they had are. an opportunity to see somebody who's like, like, like our current president, mm -hmm. that this is not what we want. This is another extreme that, no, that's not it. And it has nothing to do with the economy, you know, 4 or 5% economy, but it's not trickling down to me. Right. But this guy's character, it's not what I want. They're right. not coming to vote against the economy. They're coming to vote against him. Right. And some of the things that he said and done. And a certain segment of the population will vote contrary to their own best interest, too. Well, no. well let, let, let me, let right. me, let me talk, let's talk about the, um, the officer, the Dallas officer that shot and killed Mr. Um, Gene, um, who was in his own home, and she got confused thinking it was her apartment. I don't know about you all, but I, I'm not buying it. I am not buying it. There's more to that story in my opinion. You slice yeah. it or dice it. How do you not know that you are not in your own at your own doorstep? I just don't understand that. I just with a red doormat in front of it. You know that ain't your doormat. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. and, and his apartment was directly above hers, a floor above. That, that's the story I've heard. Yeah, her her, her apartment huh? was below. She was one step, one level above. Yes, he lived mm -hmm. above her. From yeah. my understanding, what I what I read. Yeah, but but a mistake, whether it's a mistake or not. I mean, you know, it's someone's family and someone is is, is deceased. Right. Yes. And so so because of the weak justice system that's not standing up for 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 righteous cause, uh, you know that that should be a a no brainer. That, that she, she should have been obtained and not they been got her given up. bail at all. They got her. Um, right, because she's out on $300,000. Yeah. But there, there, there shouldn't have been no bail at all. Well, my thing is, why that, is it manslaughter? Yeah, but why is it manslaughter? It can't be considered premeditated up to this point. We'll see what comes out later. First degree murder is premeditated. Yeah, but in her is, case, that should be in life in prison. Well, yes, that would be wonderful from our perspective, but cops going to take care of themselves. Well, I understand that, you know? but 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 the justice system, you, you you know, right is right and wrong is wrong, and the justice. I understand what you're, you you're going. You can't have justice on stolen land, brother. I, I understand that, but but here here is a situation that has changed lives and circumstances. I know that. So, so if I'm if I'm a judge, you know, judging a a a situation like this, uh, what it is is what it is, and justice should be should should prevail 
in this case. But it's, uh, I know there are political arenas that don't always allow that, but that mm-hmm. should well, be the case. Well, let me ask this Star question. Why, if, I can Star see how Chamber. this was an accident. I mean, couldn't it be considered premeditated for the mere fact I cannot buy her story? Mm-mm. That she was on the wrong level. That maybe she intended to kill him. You got to, you got to, you got to prove premeditation. Well, you you know. can't just be like, I think it is because how could she be on the wrong floor? That doesn't float in the court of law. Well, you know, and they're still trying to. Oh, she worked a fifteen hour. You know, they mm-hmm. can spend it how spend it however. Talking about she worked. Um, a 15-hour shift, and, you know, you in your own home, and he didn't respond to my commands. There are a lot of questions, and they're already trying to make him the villain. It right. would, already trying to that make That defense him the would villain. work yeah, provided... they in his house looking for drugs. And that prevent, like that. That, her defense would work provided she was high on crack earlier that day. Well, my thing is, okay. is why, didn't, why didn't they drug test her? From my understanding, I cannot... I haven't had any reports where they <coughs> have not drug test her you know, alcoholism well, or, or if she was on something, like you said, by her working a longer shift or whatever the case may be. I am still baffled that you are killed in your own home. That can happen to any one of mm-hmm. us. And you have an officer with some trumped up story mm-hmm. that I thought I was in my own home. Mm-hmm. That 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 is just... Well, I can't buy that. I can't buy that either. I mean, I am just devastated. Yeah. I mean, that... But you, did you hear the part about the neighbors saying they heard somebody knocking on a door saying open up open up and she said the door was ajar and his family said he would never do that but they're already the trying. door was ajar why would you be knocking on it yeah mm-hmm. but see this, it's, there's a lot more going yeah, on yeah a lot yeah, more going on I, I, and not on drug testing because she's a member she's a gang member don't you know that the cops are a gang you're you going to need security when you leave here. <laughs> okay. You're you going to need security okay. when you leave uh, here. Uh, let's, let, it's, this is a case we need to follow very closely. And mm-hmm. let me say, let me back up. We need to follow the this race, the midterm race, very closely because a lot of the people that are running, when they win, hopefully they will escalate to the next level. Some run for president. Senate or whatever the case may be. That's one of the things. We we vote for folks and then we lose focus as to what they've done once they get to a certain level. Well, yeah, see, this is this is one of the other things that bother me. We need to take back the House and the Senate. Right. But it looks like the, the most, House we will. One the of the Senate most effective leaders in the House who's been there longest, who raised the most money, who helped more candidates, is Nancy, Nancy Pelosi. Pelosi. Mm-hmm. And then they have convinced us, oh, we need to get rid of Nancy Pelosi. Hi, shop. That woman is effective as far as de- democratic leadership. Who are you going to get it come in there and do and know what she does? Mm-hmm. I, I just don't know. I'm, I'm, and, I'm and, sick and, and tired of the of same old, same old. I'm, just, I'm sick and tired of the same old, same Right old. now, going around the room, who do you think is likely to be the next Democratic candidate, candidate for president? Since you are the new here, what's your choice? What's your well, choice? Wait, 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 wait a minute, Nessa. Let, let him answer the question. You raised the question. You answered the question. Who do you We're think? We're going to go around no, the table. Wait a minute. This system? is time you free and friends. What's, wait, oh, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I defer myself. I know. We're going to talk about it. We're gonna, no, you're not. Because he likes okay, okay, i tell you what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to change, we're gonna change the, the conversation back to what we were talking about. I want to talk about the white grandmother and the black son that got pulled over last yes, week. Yes, I saw that. That, to me, was devastating as well. How on earth you take a story and then you just automatically just figure it was, you know, this uh, white grandmother and this black kid 
riding in a car and automatically that's their suspects, or he is. And that bothers me for the mere fact that he was devastated just to be handcuffed. I mean, just think about it. If you were somebody, an officer or officer would have come in here and handcuffed one of us, how violated you would feel. And to be that young, to be violated like that. We gotta take a break? Okay, we'll be right back. Today's jazz, uh, jazz break is Bring It, Bring It On Home by me, by Roar Hargrove, sponsored by Hong Kong Taylor's Richmond VA. The Tanya Free and Friends Talk Show is sponsored in part by Hong Kong Custom Tailors is celebrating 50 years in Richmond. Visit their brand new expanded showroom, 1839 West Broad. Custom ready to measure suits for less than authorized suits at other retailers. Custom monograph shirts, pants, sports coats, overcoats, designer shoes, headwear, women's fashions, expert alterations, and more. All first-time shoppers will get a 10% discount just by saying Tanya Free sent you. Hong Kong Custom Tailors, 1839 West Broad, 359-5441. Tanya Free 
celebrating friends like the Welcome Waterfall Salon and Massage Med Spa as one of our newest sponsors with two locations in Richmond, Virginia. Give them a call at 804-644-4002 or visit them on the web at waterfallsalonandmassagemedspa.com. Tune into Just Jazz on Saturday nights from 9 until 11 p.m. right here on Tanya Free and Friends Radio Network. Join me, Ty Bailey, as I showcase the best in jazz, current releases, reissues, and selections from past great recordings. It's all right here on Tanya Free and Friends Radio Network at tanyafree.com. Just Jazz is also streamed 24 hours a day at tybailey.com. At the first annual Gap City Southern Soul All-White Affair, Friday, September 21st at the Military Retirees Club, 2220 Sledge Street in Richmond, featuring Pokey Bear, along with the man who put sexy in Southern Soul, Cold Drink, Summer Wolf, Summer Wolf, and Mr. TKO, Billy Swade McCall. Hosted by Cedric St. James of Kiss FM. For tickets and more info, visit CampCityAllWhiteAffair.com. Now, this isn't just a concert, it's a party! So bring your dancing shoes, Rock in the House, DJ Raj P, and DJ Camelot. Plus, MCBG. Don't miss the first annual Camp City Southern Soul All-White Affair, Friday, September 21st at the Military Retirees Club in Richmond. Get your tickets now at CampCityAllWhiteAffair.com. Sponsorship and advertising for the Tanya Free and Friends Talk Show and the Tanya Free and Friends Radio Network is provided by Freedom Marketing Incorporated, 844-321-1010 or email us at info at for more information. This is Tanya Free. TanyaFree.com is your destination for the best in social and political straight talk, breaking news, commentary, podcasts, music, and more. Stay in the know. Visit TanyaFree.com today.
Join the conversation. Phone lines are open right now at area code 804-321-1010 in Central Virginia and 844-321-1010 coast to coast. When we never use the words and when we have policies that aren't grounded. So an example for me is one of the things I'm pushing is for a $10 million small business financing fund. Georgia has uh, a lot of laws on the books that allow for minority contracting. And yet, 1% of the contracts go to minority firms in a lot of different ways. You have to kind of take Atlanta out of the picture. Part of the challenge there is that a lot of these minority firms can't get the contract because they can't get any capital. Well, in the Great Recession, Georgia lost more banks than any other state in the nation. The majority of those banks were community banks in low income or communities of color. And so when those banks disappeared, they didn't come back post-recession, mm -hmm. which means that, yes, you can qualify for an SBA loan, but if no one will write you the check, it's, it's worth nothing. My opponent has said, well, you don't need a small business financing fund because it's not going to solve the problem, and even if it would solve the problem, you've got banks that will do that. No, not every community has a bank that will do that. And race is implicit in the conversation because if you live in the wrong zip code without a bank, your business will remain a dream because you will never get the capital you need to get it off the ground. And we know there's a direct correlation between Main Street businesses, those small businesses, not the high-tech ones, but the mechanic and the barbershop and the cafe. And if they can borrow the money to buy the shop or to buy that extra piece of equipment or to lease that next piece of land, we know that when small businesses succeed, communities succeed. And when small businesses struggle, communities struggle. If you don't understand that there's a racial element to banking in America in 2018, how can you solve the challenge right. of the lack of access to jobs for so many of our communities? Race is embedded in how we have to think about these things. It is not the only dimension, but it is a critical dimension that we have to confront and acknowledge because otherwise we cannot solve these problems. Each of us have to play in this conversation. Mm -hmm. um, um, I will never dismiss the role that race plays in society. Um, I live it every single day, and in politics, it feels like it's on steroids yeah. uh, that you live it every single day out loud, but it's a line you can't cross in calling it out because then you've called the race card or you've pandered in some way or you're trying to send some secret signal to somebody. Mm -hmm. Well, so far in my race, it seems my opponent and all of his friends are the only ones trying to send secret signals, but they're not so secret. They're actually oh. pretty monkey it up and, uh, uh, you know, neo-Nazi phone calls and a Republican committee woman down in Orlando sent out an email saying, or a Facebook post, whatever, Gillum is quoted as saying he's going to win so that he could have reparations for his people. I've never said, <laughs> I, I've been elected 15 years, I've never said anything. Uh, not even resembling something like that. But this is what I know for sure. And this is why we have to be careful not to, certainly for those of us who are candidates, kind of fall into the trap. My grandmother used to put it this way, uh, never, ever, ever wrestle with pigs because you both get dirty, but the pig likes it. I like that. Mm -hmm. I really like that saying. And that is so very true. Very, very true. Both get dirty, but the pig likes it. Uh, let me let me go back to something that um, nominee Stacey Adams talked about business and getting loans and that sort of thing. 
And I have the pleasure of being one, having one of our newest sponsors with us. Uh, Nessa, talk about your business. You, uh, you and your wife are the founder and owner of Waterfalls Salon, um, Salon, yeah, Salon uh, Spa and Media Spa. Trying to get the media spa out because I need you to explain to me what that is. Med Spa. Med Spa. Med Spa. I'm sorry. Med Spa. The name of the business is Waterfall Salon and Massage Med Spa. Mm -hmm. It's a uh, new uh, business that we just opened in the Bonaire um, area. It's over in Chesterfield, uh, Virginia, uh, 2473 Chesterfield. Right. Uh, It is uh, just under four months. you know, old, Mm -hmm. and uh, so it is a med spa, which uh, I'm a medical massage practitioner, so I I deal with a lot of medical issues like migraine headaches, uh, neck pains, shoulder issues, uh, back, hips, uh, people that are diabetic, uh, okay. that have uh, plantar fasciitis or, mm-hmm. or neuropathy, mm-hmm. which is very painful in the bottom of the feet. That's inflammation of the tendons, the myelin sheath around the tendons in the bottom of the feet, which is very painful. So those those type of uh, issues that I deal with at our med spa. Um, it's unfortunate that a lot of people are not aware of a lot of the services uh, that we offer and a lot of the health services that we offer from the medical massage point of view. Most people have heard of massage therapists, but not medical right. massage not medical therapists. We talk about it during the break. I'm like, what does that mean, med spa? Yes. I, I didn't know med what that meant. Med spa is dealing with medical issues okay. uh, for the most part. Uh, the difference between a medical massage practitioner and a massage therapist is even though they are both medical, mm-hmm. but medical massage practitioner is more uh, the educational uh, value and the knowledge base is much is a much wider rim in reference to solving issues on a high successful uh, level. Okay. So those are some of the, uh, that's just one of the uh, many benefits that I offer at uh, Waterfall Salon and Massage Med Spa. Okay. And so. talk about the other services that you all do for as far as the, 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 um, the spa aspect of it, and do you do other pedicures and things like that? And your wife was telling me about the eyelashes and, and mm-hmm. things like that because I have a friend that wants to do that, and I'm going to come in and do some services myself. So talk about that. Okay. Well, initially, we own two spas. Okay. One is off of Brook Road. It's a home-based spa. That's the one where we offer pedicure. At the new spa, uh, pedicure is not offered. But uh, eyelash extensions, medical massage, uh, teeth whitening, um, those are some of the uh, few services that we do have. We have a large variety of of different services. uh, One of the things you can do, people that are listening, is that they can go to our website, which Mm -hmm. is uh, www.waterfallssalonandmassagemedspa.com. And, or you could just uh, simply call our services at 804-644-4002 to get the answers that you uh, you, uh, you certainly entail about our business. Okay, now what sets you apart from the other people that you can walk in and just, you know, get a quick little, you know, you know what I'm talking about. You know yes. what I'm trying to say. Yes. We do have, uh, we do offer our uh, clientele a uh, five or ten minute uh, sample massage, or sometimes we may offer them, offer them a, uh, um, a neck massage, something as a thank you value for supporting our business. Uh, when individuals also uh, uh, come to support our business to a, at a certain point, there are other aspects of our business that uh, offer little perks as a thank you as well. So uh, those are some of the, some of the uh, extreme, va- some of the good values that we have uh, at Waterfall Salon and Massage Med Spa. 
uh, because you, you got to give back right. in order to receive. Mm-hmm. And when people don't feel like they are a value, uh, you know, as a customer, people simply just, uh, you know, walk away and, and they seek other Free. services, regardless okay. of how good you are. So you yeah. always got to keep in touch with uh, all the changing things that are going on um, in the healthcare field. So. But you all have trained professionals doing various things, the eyelashes. Yes. And that's what I'm talking about. Yes. You all have, are trained professionals yeah, we're and what all you're doing. That's what set, set, set you all apart from folks that are doing it that are not trained. That's what I want Absolutely. you to talk about. Well, everybody in our establishment is licensed mm-hmm. or certified uh, to do what they do. No one is in our establishment right. not uh, having some type of licensure. It, it's uh, also um, placed up on uh, the walls inside the treatment rooms where you can actually see uh, the licensure of each and every uh, healthcare professional that we have in within our establishment. Okay. And then my girlfriend wants to come and do the eyebrows that you all do that are permanent. Now, I wasn't, I had never heard of this before, but I knew people that when I would see them, their eyebrows were the same all the time, and they must have the services that you all offer where the eyebrows are, what, I don't, I don't want to say tattoo. I don't want to say tattoo. No, it's not a tattoo. It's called microblading. And that is uh, a service that my wife offers there. Okay. Um, It's very technical. Melanie would uh, usually uh, uh, does an intake form Mm -hmm. or some type of in-service prior to that service taking place. So the client would know what the expectations are. Mm -hmm. Uh, Many people, uh, many healthcare facilities that you go to, they don't offer that. And people often uh, get injuries uh, Mm -hmm. to to their eyes or their eyebrows because people don't really do an initial consultation right. to inform them uh, the pros and cons of it. But now, how long does it last when, when you get the, the permanent, I call it permanent eyebrows <laughs> done? Because, I, like I said, I see people with that done, and then the eyebrows are always the same, and that's what they were doing. So, been to your services. How long does that last? Well, I can't put an initial time limit on that because that's not my area of expertise but my understanding is talking with melanie that it does last quite a while okay and uh, and clients that come in and get it they're first certified and so there's no complaint so far you can also go and look at our website Mm -hmm. and you can see uh you know the uh the comments that people make about all of our services nothing's negative on it okay give the website um address again website is www.waterfallssalonandmassagemedspa.com okay and so when you go to that site you'll see the website come up it has the prices live videos everything that the client needs to uh get their questions answered okay we are going to give away a gift card Okay. For someone to come in, to go in next week, if they give us a call today, 804-321-1010, because you're in the area. So you have to be here in Virginia. Wait a minute. Y'all are on the... <laughs> Hold on a second. We got panelists here. Try to call. Whoa. I'm very sorry Fred and Bo. Okay, all right. We 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 gonna, we gonna let you. You want the eyebrows? We show eyebrow fake. Eight zero four three two one ten ten, and go in and get a consultation. And what service? Like I said, I'm going in for something uh, particular that you all did. I saw on the set. I'm like, wow, that that is. It really looks nice. So I'm coming in, and now this massage. I mean, let's talk about the massage because I do have a little back issue going on. So, Mr. Free. Okay. Well, medical <laughs> massage uh, again. 
I always in, in, uh, let the clientele know that they need to come 10 minutes prior to their engagement mm -hmm. because I need to hear what the client and initiator has to say before I can actually put forth a treatment. Oh, so after the show, I got so. a table out there. If I lay on it, okay. you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take care of you. Okay. Uh, okay. But some of the services Mr. that Fruit. I offer in massage is called total body stretch. Mm -hmm. uh, total body stretch is stretching from, uh, it's an hour procedure where it's stretching from head to toe. Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, phenomenal uh, for different back pains and neck pains and things of that nature. Um, neck and shoulder and facial massage, uh, relaxation massage, that's uh, on a totally okay. different level. Cool. Well, we gotta take a break, we'll be right back. Words can't express what you mean to me. Even though you're gone, we still a team. Through your family, I'll fulfill your dreams. In the future, can't wait to see if you open up the gates for me. Reminisce sometime, the night they took my friend. Try to black it out, but it plays again. When it's real, feeling's hard to conceal. Can't imagine all the pain I feel. Give anything to hear half your breath. I know you're still living your life after death. Group, where we offer guaranteed financing. Are you looking for a new or used vehicle and can't find it on any car lot? Let Select Auto Group go to work for you. Bad credit, good credit, no credit. Everyone is approved with Select Auto Group, located at 3203 Hall Street, or visit us at Select Auto, the number four, the letter U, dot net. Or give us a call at 804-223-8989. That's 804-223-8989. Select Auto Group. If they can put a man on the moon, we can put you in a car. If you suffer from chronic pain and stress, then getting regular medical massage is essential. Medical massage practitioner Nasser Staples has over 20 years of experience. Waterfall Salon and Massage Med Spa is the only place to treat migraines, arthritis, sciatica, or neck and shoulder pain. They offer a variety of services with convenient locations on both sides of the river. Mention this ad and you get 10% off your first. Visit them on the web and Facebook. Call 804-644-4002. Waterfall Salon and Massage Med Spa. There are so many ways to listen at Peachtree Radio FM. Go to rsgame.org, download the RS Game web client while playing your game, press Control-B and arrow down to Peachtree Radio FM. Also, dial the telephone number 641-552-5194. Download the Peachtree Radio FM app from the App Store and Google Play Store. Listen at Peachtree Radio FM on TuneIn Radio, iBlink Radio, and the new website, peachtreeradiofm.net. There are so many ways to listen at Peachtree Radio FM. What well, some listen to remember? and some listen to again.
The Tanya Free and Friends Talk Show is sponsored in part by Furniture at the Venus. Hi, I'm Chocolate Chip, and your home is the place that says the most about who you are. Furniture at the Venus has a huge selection of styles that make a statement. Visit our showroom at 1420 Hall Street, Suite A, and check out our full line of dining room sets, living rooms, and bedroom sets, and more. Be sure to ask about our weekly Tanya Free and Friends specials on everything in the store, including king and queen mattresses, sets to fit any budget. With new arrivals daily, let Charles and Nancy Shaw show you their complete line of home furnishings and accessories. Give them a call at 804-232-3500. That's 804-232-3500. That's Furniture at the Venus, 1420 Hall Street, in the heart of Southside Richmond. Conversation. Phone lines are open right now at area code 804-321-1010 in Central Virginia and 844-321-1010 coast to coast. About 35 or 36 credit cards. And you know, they never ever, when I fill out for a credit card, they never ask me, have I ever been locked up or nothing? They always want to know my salary brackets, you know, how much money I make. They don't talk about you've been in jail. But you know, when I was scuffling to try to get a job, they would always ask me, have I been to jail? I don't know why. They, I got the American Express gold. I could show them to you, but you'd think I'm showing off. But, you know, that's just the way the system is. And I, I wonder sometimes, do we understand uh, that the system is hustling backwards? And when I say the system is hustling backwards, if you would hire people as opposed to wondering about their record, and then, you know, if they go off when they do that, just crush them and go ahead and fire them, as opposed to giving them all kind of bad breaks and they can't get no jobs. And then when you hire somebody, he winds up being a homosexual and you make him a counsel with kids, but he had all the credentials and this and when you know and think he's feeling little boys and all that. So I think we're hustling backwards. Jobs, people need jobs. I know a lot of people, especially my personal friends, they're kind of mad with me because who ever thought that a wine-head nigga like me would be sitting up here, a multi-talented radio and television person. And I am that, and there's no question. I'm a two-time Emmy winner. I'm the first black in the district to win an Emmy. And uh, 
I say this a lot. I travel all across the country telling people about being extra convict. And they pay. Can you believe that people pay to hear how bad I used to do to hear that I used to have one pair of drawers I wore them so long until they wore all the bottoms out and wasn't nothing left but the elastic? People just paid me consulting money on the rims to hear that. But I got about 100,000 pair of drawers. Now, you understand? All my initials on me. I ain't gay now. I don't go through credit. But it's like nice undies because sometimes I be dealing with women and they ain't got no bad looking Man, the Christian people don't get mad. The whole thing in a nutshell is this that somebody gave me a chance and God gave me a talent and that talent was verbal skills and he also gave me a that okay. was the legendary DC radio talk show host Petey Green I don't know how many of you remember him or or heard of him uh, back in the late uh, 70s and early um, 80s and I used to listen to him when I was um, you know, coming up and, you know, he would just tell it just like it is. And that's what we're missing right now. And what made me think about him was that um, there was a young lady, um, give credit to, a shout out to Tara Ellis, sent me this video of this young girl um, that was talking about how, what was going on in her neighborhood. And she was telling it like it is. We couldn't play, play it because it's so raw that I couldn't even bleep out enough of it to even bring it to you. So, but uh, that's what we need, people just telling it like it is. And if you get a chance, I posted, posted it on my uh, Facebook page, and it's a young lady, she has a Nike shirt on, and what she's saying is very true. But I warn you, it is very, very raw. And did you all get to listen to it? Anybody get to listen to it? It's on a website. That's why you put it on my website. Okay, I'm surprised you wait to get it on there. Okay. People don't like the truth, man. I mean, she had a lot of. Don't like the truth. She she made some valid points. Oh, she did. But it it's so raw that a lot of people are not gonna listen to it because of the profanity. And you know, I absolutely couldn't even bleep it out. You know, so it's, much. Yeah. I think she. I think she has some new profanity that I hadn't even heard of before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because new words. you know. I need to watch. It. And she was talking about what's going on in Chicago, and all of that stuff is rooted in self-hatred. You know, self-hatred. We hate, you know, and we're still, as a people, struggling with loving who we are, what we look like, what kind of hair we have, still struggling with the same things in 2018. So it is a parent's responsibility. There were... They're responsible for instilling morals and values and um, enhancing their children's self-esteem. Because, you know, if you do that at home, of course, you know, you're going to be faced with some things in the community. But, you know, if they're, they're not loved at home, if they're not taught love, then they're not going to do it. And if, you know, what you don't love, you don't value. And they're still buying. And to all of this, you know, so we love each other so much, but we think nothing about killing each other over nothing. Well, I Black think, folks are the only I group think, that still refer to themselves in derogatory terms. Well, like, one, one, okay. of the thing, one of the things that she said that I thought was um, right on point was she said we have left our children to raise themselves mm -hmm. and how parents are in the club and not raising their children yeah. and allowing their children to do whatever, leave them to the streets and not 
um, being attentive and raising our children and allowing them to run the house. And she, yeah. when she put that thing as to, she has, I think she said three or four kids and that she wished they would blah, 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 come and she, oh, the way she put that thing, you can feel it. You can but feel it. Still, she was not playing. Latchkey latch kids looking at Sesame Street. A lot of that happened too once we became two parent households and mama had to go to work and everything. You still can't No, they, that, where she put it, mama won't go to work, mama's in the club. That yeah, she was saying, no, mama's in the club, club. And, the kids, no club. and the kids raising themselves. <laughs> and she said she wished it would have blah, 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 come in her house and act like. And she was a young sister. And she also was saying that we need to uh, look out for the elderly and making sure the elderly okay and not shooting each other. And how she was saying that you got certain folks won't come in our, own, come in our neighborhood because they are afraid of the young kids that are left to the street being gangsters and that sort of thing, and how we can turn things around. I mean, she was on point. She was right on point. Like I said, if you can get past the, the profanity, she was, and, and my thing is that she was keeping it so 100. Why do, why, why is that we do not have leaders that can, can come to us with the same thing and address these issues in that manner? Because people don't like the truth. That's why. And we need to also um, understand that a lot of the jail culture comes back into our neighborhood. Yeah. That don't disrespect me, don't look at me wrong, don't step on my slippers. That's what she that was kind talking of stuff. about. And you bring that right into your home, which goes right into the streets, which goes right into the schools. And that's that it's such a petty mentality. And we talk about get together. You can't even get together in jail. You got the blacks and the browns in the areas and everybody. Yeah, but the way other. she was talking was like, okay, we can turn this around. She was talking that, okay, we come together, we can turn this around. And she actually said that, yes, you may have like, you know, I hate to use little Ray Ray with a, with a you know, a, a gun or whatever. But she said the way you talk to Ray Ray, you can probably get him to put it down. I commend her for that. She said if you talk to Ray Ray, and talk to him right, you could probably get him to put it down. Really which, which to me, which to me says, if we come together and talk to each other, that we can turn things around. Ray, Ray. I, I do agree with what you just said. I used to work with uh, aggressive uh, teenagers for mm -hmm. a number of years, and uh, uh, I had to kind of educate one of the social workers because these kids are from like D.C. Richmond area. And say they only they only understand a certain uh, amount like, of yeah. lingo. You're lingo. right. Right. So I was telling her, I said, I understand that you're you're in a professional role, but you got to be flexible too to go. You got to know how to do their their lingo right. Relate to and them. Right. It's keeping it professional at the same time. Uh, you know, unless you uh, unless you can talk their language and keep Speaking, it you right, can get, you can reach exactly. them. You can reach them from that perspective. By the time uh, most of those kids were ready to go home, they were totally different mm -hmm. because they said nobody has ever spoke to them like that or, or, or showed interest. Mm -hmm. So the streets showed them another way. But you know what's unfortunate? Right that way. what's unfortunate is you get them to at a certain point, but then when they go back home. They got to go back. There's like a switching thing. They got to go back and be able to live amongst the folks that are not able to relate in the manner in which you were able to reach them. The yeah, but we also advise them too. There are other ways to get away from that environment. You know, you can you can uh, ask the right questions to the social worker or people that have that are not putting the information out. Right. That should that that can really change their lives by mm -hmm. different different locations. Right. But I'm like, right. you know, but you gotta you gotta man up a, a sister up. To the point where you, if you gotta have 
value to want to change your life. Right, well, that's we true. To, we that's do the really same thing anyway because you might talk one way in the neighborhood and hood, but by the time you get downtown to the higher to, to your workplace, you've changed your whole vernacular. Yeah. So, because so so we do that. We switch back and forth. Right. Like cold, that anyway. cold, cold switching. Right. Cold switching. Mm-hmm. But you know. Everybody knows I work with children and families, spend my career, the majority of it, working in the hood. Now, <clears throat> I, you know, I don't believe that you have to use all of this profanity mm-hmm. to relate to people. There is a way to talk to everybody. Now, this woman, I believe she cusses her children out. It is no way that you're talking like that. And, you know, I heard it all the time. You little this and you little that. The bottom line is it starts in the home. We can't expect leaders to do what we're not doing at home. So women have been having children young since the beginning of the time. I agree times have changed. The support systems are not in place like they used to be, but we have some responsibility. That lady also had... You know, four children, and we know, you know, education and training is going to be the only thing that's going to move move you um, out of poverty. Like I said, I agree with a lot of what she says, but it starts at home, and if you don't do it at home, but then you expect the teachers to do it, you expect mm-hmm. leaders to do it, we have got to get back to the basics. There's always been single mothers around, raising the boys, raising the girls. They did fine. Um, latchkey children have been going on, but you better not but open that I listen, door. I listen to Sam Cook and, and, and some of these other people. The music that these kids are listening to today, oh, my God. You talk about profanity and the things they're the seeing on the Internet. That they're listening to. Mm-hmm. And I coming down the steps and hear my son talking one way, but by the time I get to the kitchen, he's changed mm-hmm. up. But they're talking like that, and they're listening to this music, which is just as vulgar as anything they could possibly hear anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So you're really going... I didn't hear that kind of stuff coming from, uh, from, right. from the people that we listen to when it comes to our music. You know, it just didn't come to that. It's coming across the thing, and they're listening to it 24-7 and looking at it on the videos. Right, and, and it makes a world of difference, and I think the church has a lot to do with this as well because, you know, the church was the, your, uh, the family support system, whereas you went to church and, you know, they had activities. And, you know, I, I don't know about you all, but I spent a lot of my life in church. We went to church that morning, then you had an evening service. Well, you may have one, have one during the evening. I, how many, what was the last time you heard of a church doing an evening service? You may get out at, you know, do a morning, 9 o'clock, and then you may do something around about 11. But after that, that's it. Okay, we're we out of time. As always, I thank God and my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for allowing us the opportunity to speak and hopefully heard. Thanks to our listening friends. Blessings to each and every one of you. And of course, thanks to Van, Frida, Nasser, Bill, Noah, Marcus, and Mr. Free. I'm Tanya Free. Until next time, be free. And remember to live life. With a purpose. With the purpose.
Free and Friends Talk Show is a presentation of Freedom Marketing Incorporated. All rights reserved, views and comments expressed are not necessarily the views of the host and or this station. <laughs>